Well, g'day and welcome to the Honeyball Podcast. This is the first episode for the 2023-24 Supercoach BBL season. I'm your host, Honeyball founder, Ben Summerford. Unfortunately, it's just me today, so you have to put up with with that. Uh, I have spliced in a bunch of audio grabs to break up my less than dulcet tones. Uh, The good news is I've got a bunch of special guests lined up for upcoming episodes where we'll We'll home in on the uh, you know predicted lineups of every BBL club and go through some key Supercoach discussions to help you build your dream starting squad for the uh, BBL 13 season. Uh, look, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bonus Bank, Australia's best side hustle. Bonus Bank is the only way to guarantee a profit from the bookies, so head to bonusbank.com.au to join today. Uh, look, at... Uh, this ep today, uh, the purpose of it is to go over any Supercoach BBL relevant news from the past week, and no one likes a podcast that waffles on at the start, so I'll get straight into it with Formwatch starting at the World Cup in India. No! Out! Zampa, as he so often does, gets the big wicket, and there is no bigger wicket than Ben Stokes. Stoinis takes the catch, and the match turns again. Yep, Adam Zampa is the man right now. 18 wickets in his past five games for Australia at the World Cup. Uh, Honeyball honey members would know that he's in our members-only story as one of five must-haves this season. So very, very super coach relevant. You need to be uh, thinking about getting him in your starting squad. Obviously, he uh, switched from the Stars to the Renegades this offseason. He's in amazing form, plus he's only 131k. Uh, the Gades play five games in the first three rounds, including a round one double, so... Hard to look past him. He has averaged in the 50s and 60s in the past when he's with the Stars, but I reckon I reckon he'll take more wickets at the Gades where he's got a better attack around him like uh, you know Richardson, Rogers, Sutherland, Majee, Peter Siddle. So I think that might suit him pretty well. Um, on the topic of the Gades bowling lineup, Peter Siddle, obviously um, just mentioned him. He's a new signing from the Strikers. Uh, he is absolutely veteran status. Turns 39 later this month, so... Uh, he's an interesting one. Uh, we saw him miss a few strikers games last year, uh, and he just missed a shield game for Victoria. He's returned uh, for the current shield game going on, and he spoke uh, interestingly about uh, the concept of being uh, rested and rotated this summer. Uh, yeah, I think I've, I've been saying it to like, obviously the coaches and the boys here. I guess something I haven't had over the years is those times to rest, whereas now I'm getting that and. You know, you're getting the rest of the body a bit, and when you go, you can go. And um, yeah, I'm definitely seeing the benefit of that. Um, I, I definitely need it. I'm a lot older than I used to be, but um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think those yeah, extended rests are helping, um, freshen me up, and I can just be ready to go whenever. And at the moment, yeah, um, to come in for Scotty, and yeah, just hopefully I can do a roll and um, you know, give it all, and then rest up after this one. So, um, but yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, interesting stuff from Sid's. Uh, you'd hate to get him in round one and he only plays one game. So that's one to monitor. I'm not sure he's an option uh, with that threat. Um, but anyway, back onto the World Cup form watch. Another player in form who is also another Renegades recruit is South African wicketkeeper batsman Quinton de Kock. Goes big. Goes big. He gets six. It's one, two, three, four for Quinton de Kock. He's signing off from this form of the game later this month. Is he signing off in style? Yep, so as uh, as Ian Smith is alluding to, I'm sure he was enjoying it because it was against New Zealand, but uh, de Kock's got four centuries in eight innings this World Cup, and that grab was from his century against New Zealand a few days ago. 
Uh, worth noting, uh, Sunday night, he was out for only five against India. Uh, but uh, Quentin de Cotte's form is irresistible. Uh, he is at 180K, which is a lot to pay, uh, particularly for someone who's essentially a batsman, but he, he will keep, which often gives you those additional points. Um, and rest assured, he will keep, because the Gades have said he will rather than Joe Clark, even though both are capable. The other question about de Kock is actually if he turns up. Uh, some doubt about his availability there's a potential South Africa T20 tour. Um, there's also the Abu Dhabi T10 league, which he's contracted for. So uh, just watch this space on that one. Um, I won't leave the World Cup just yet, though. I did want to mention England obviously being knocked out. Very exciting as an Australian to, uh, to, <laughs> to talk about that. But I suppose their disastrous tournament means um, they've got a series in December, which does clash with the Big Bash Uh a white ball series against the West Indies. And I think it's around about round one to about three or four that players will be unavailable. Now, England's terrible campaign means you'd expect that squad to be a bit of a, a new look side already. They've confirmed that Ben Stokes is going to have surgery, so he'll be unavailable. David Willey's announced his retirement after the tournament. And then you've got guys like Moen Ali and David Milan, who are you know 35-year-olds. There's not much point going on. So I feel like that squad will be a new look why that's relevant for the Big Bash is because there's a whole bunch of English guys who might be picked as a result. So the main ones who we should worry about is Zach Crawley, who's with the Scorchers. Obviously, the Scorchers have a round one double. Now, Crawley, uh, he uh, he recently captained England in an ODI tour of, in- of Ireland, sorry. So very much on the radar. Uh, another one who, I, who I've really liked, actually, is Rehan Ahmed. He's with the Sixers, who've also got a round one double. Uh, he's a he's a primarily a spinner, but he's actually opened the batting a little bit in T20 cricket. So very interested in him. Whether he gets the call up, I don't know. They've got Adil Rashid as their preferred spinner, um, but uh, obviously Moen Ali is is a spinner as well. So maybe he comes in. Then you've got guys like uh, Harry Brook or or Sam Hain or Jamie Overton who might be in consideration too. Actually, you'd think Harry Brook will be there. He's uh, he's obviously at the World Cup currently. Moving on from that, other. Other relevant news, uh, the big one on Sunday, actually, Daniel Sams. Daniel Sams, who um, is always on people's minds in Supercoach, but he may not be so much this year because the Thunder don't have a round one double. But he hasn't been bowling this season, but he did for the first time uh, at grade level on Sunday in New South Wales' Kingsgrove T20 Cup final. And he actually led Ranwick Petersham to victory. He took four for 30 and then smashed 42 from 30 balls. So pretty darn good form. Uh, actually, in the same game, Alex Ross, also from the Thunder, he made 43 from 33 balls. And another name who is worth noting from that game is Jack Wood. He just signed with the Brisbane Heat. And he's that little uh, musician. You might have heard a little bit of his work. Poison myself again. Something in the orange tells me you never come home. Nice work there, Jack Wood. But he opened the batting for Randwick. He made 25 from 19. He didn't bowl. Now, now you might remember him a few years ago as a fill-in spinner um, with a weird action. Um, he played for the Heat a few years back when they were hit by COVID, I think it was. He's since become more of a batsman. In fact, probably just a batsman. He was a leading top run scorer in the um, uh, Queensland T20 Max tournament, which is essentially their T20 tournament in August and September. Um, but he's actually been listed in Supercoach as a 62K bowler, 
So that's a that's a quirky one, but I guess because he was a bowler a few years ago when he last played. Um, but depending on what happens with Renshaw, if he's in test selection and ruled out of uh, BBL availability, I think Wood might be a sneaky chance to be in their round one side as a batsman, uh, particularly given uh, you know Josh Brown isn't firing. Um, and obviously that's relevant because he'd have that round one triple. Now, I'll stay on the topic of the heat, actually, because I've got a bit of a scoop. I've done a bit of digging around the heat, obviously very relevant with that double. And Xavier Bartlett is um, someone who a lot of coaches are looking at. He's not been playing for Queensland due to a back issue, and he actually returned for their second 11 last week. Uh, got the winning runs, actually, in the second 11 game. I think it was against Tasmania. But he hasn't been bowling. Hasn't actually been bowling since he hurt his back playing in the UK uh, in their summer, our winter. So he's been playing at club level, but only batting. Now, the word I've got out of the Queensland camp is he should be available to be bowling later this month and will be fully available for BBL practice games. Um, that obviously has a big trickle-on effect uh, for guys like uh, Jack Wildermuth or Paul Walter in that all-rounder role. Um, obviously, Michael Ness's test selection is going to be a factor in how they line up in round one as well. So some interesting stuff there. Should be back bowling later this month. That's going to be one to really watch. Uh, another little update I got out of Queensland is Spencer Johnson. Now, a lot of people liking him as a lock for, for the season. Obviously, he was really good at the back end of last year. He's been picked for Australia's T20 uh, tour of India in a few weeks' time. But the truth is he has, actually hasn't played uh, for several weeks. Uh, since withdrawing from the White Ball Series uh, in South Africa. And we've got a little hamstring tweak over there. Uh, hasn't been playing at club level, uh, I believe, for Redlands. So I was a bit concerned about his availability, but the word out of their camp is he's fine and he'll link up with the Aussies all good and he should be all available for BBL. Uh, but I just Spencer's got a bit of a dodgy injury history, so I did want to follow that one up and see what was going on. A bit more injury stuff for you. I'll kind of try to go through this stuff a bit quick because, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's still, BBL's, what is it, a month away still, so don't want to get too bogged down in injuries, but there's some relevant stuff. I talked about the, some of the sides on the double, so the Sixers have got the round one double. Hayden Kerr, uh, the all-rounder, he's, he returned from an adductor injury uh, in the Marsh Cup on, uh, on Saturday, I think it was, against WA, so that was good news. Interestingly, Jack Edwards didn't play that game, now, he, um, he's obviously had pretty good form early this season, uh, but that has probably dropped away a little bit. Uh, and the word out of Cricket New South Wales is he wasn't considered for selection because he's managing some minor niggles. What that looks like, I don't know. Uh, so that's an interesting one. I feel like Kerr and Edwards are probably battling for the same spot. Uh, also note that Tom Curran is actually sidelined currently with a knee injury as well. So a bit going on there with the Sixers. Uh, the Scorchers, another team with a double in round one. There's a few updates out of the whacker. I don't know what's going on with their injuries, but they've got a few. Uh, Ashton Agar's got a calf uh, problem. That's probably going to rule him out to about the start of the BBL, uh, which means that Hamish McKenzie, the other spinner over there, kind of shoots into relevance. Just took an eight for, pardon me, in, in club cricket for Subi Floriot. Uh, made his WA debut on the weekend. Probably would have played last year if not for an injured finger. Um, so he's someone to keep an eye on. I think he's pretty cheap. Uh, other updates for the injuries out of WA, Jai Richardson. Jai Richardson, his shoulder injury, we all heard about that. It's not too bad, according to the coach, Adam Voges. The hopeful he'll be back this month. 
Uh, Aaron Hardy, he's picked up a low-grade quad injury, so he's going to miss their games against New South Wales, but the uh, the Wacker crew are hoping it's pretty short-term. Obviously, you want to monitor that one. Guys like Hardy, who are all-rounders with a round one double, definitely worth considering if he's actually playing. Uh, there's a few more I'll go through. The strikers, uh, Wes Agar, he's a back injury. He uh, He's been ruled out of their shield game this week, so we'll wait and see how bad that is. But uh, the Sacker have confirmed Jake Fraser McGurk is back. Obviously, he's with the Renegades. Uh, he could be relevant. He's only 62K. And obviously, the Gades have got those uh, five games in the first three rounds. So if he's playing, you might consider him. He obviously got that world record century uh, last month in the Marsh Cup. Um, a few other guys to note. Probably less relevant because the Hurricanes don't have a double till the back end of the season. But Nathan Ellis, he returned from a groin injury. Uh, in their Marsh Cup game, I think it was, against Queensland. Uh, there was an update also from uh, the coach, Jeff Vaughan, on Riley Meredith, who had a side issue. What about Riz, mate? Is he far away? He is. We, sorry, he's not far away. He's. Um, uh, we've got a couple of games lined up, be it late Shield, uh, late second 11 game and some, some club cricket before the big bash. So we're just sort of working through now over the coming weeks. Uh, he's back bowling in the nets, um, smiling and, and terrorising everyone. So it'll be somewhere just before or, or the start of Big Bash. Back on the form stuff, uh, back on the form stuff, uh, Ben McDermott, who's only 88K. We all know about him uh, down at the, the Hurricanes. He's done it before. He made 143 for Queensland in their Marsh Cup game against Tasmania. He also made a century in uh, Queensland club cricket for Gold Coast uh, about last week, I think it was. So some pretty good form. Uh, in that same Marsh Cup game, Caleb Jewell made 137 from 137. And uh, back on the topic of wicketkeepers, Josh Philippi, he made 61 from 60 opening for WA against New South Wales. Now, the, the whole wicketkeeper thing is a pretty interesting discussion. We talked about uh, DeCock earlier, uh, McDermott just then, but obviously Philippi's got that round one double with the sixes. He scored 176 runs in four Marsh Cup games. It's decent form, not amazing. Um, but for a guy who's 102k, he's worth uh, considering. And I got a little grab from him. I thought I'd striking him nicely. I felt like I probably left a few out there, um, but that can happen sometimes. But yeah, I feel like I'm going pretty well and hitting the ball nicely. Well, that's it for today. Uh, thanks again to our friends at Bonus Bank, Australia's best side hustle. Stop relying on luck and head to bonusbank.com.au to join today. Uh, look, if you want to ramp up your study, uh, head to honeyball.com.au. There's heaps of stuff going on there, Supercoach, BBL Relevant. Uh, we've got the availability calendar, which is the most comprehensive one available. Everyone else likes to uh, refer to ours, so get on that. Uh, the predicted 11s for four of the eight clubs are live on our website, so check them out. Uh, we've got stories about the top five must-haves, top 10 value picks, top five cheapies, all sorts of goodies. Um, if you really want to take your game to the next level, become a Honeyball member, uh, get access to everything on our site, all the paywall content, but there's also some awesome stuff we put live, uh, our exclusive injury list, um, which will really help you figure out who's available, who's not. And we've also got, now this is the best thing I reckon, we've got this Global T20s League form guide. Where we've converted every BBL contracted player's performances from leagues like the Indian Premier League, Caribbean Premier League, SAT20, you know, Vitality Blast, all that, into super coach scores. So you get to see everything. There's a game-by-game -game breakdown. You know what they're bad, all the good stuff. Um, so get on that. We're doing a $25 offer for the season if you get on this week. So sign up, head to honeyball.com.au 
uh, and follow the prompts there. Um, anyway, enough of the hard sell from me. I'll uh, I'll wrap it up there, but I'll be back with some special guests working through predicted lineups and much, much more over the coming weeks. Until then, farewell. Farewell.